0: Hi, welcome to this podcast, which is the part one of uh, Indian Vedic Astrology. It is aimed up the absolute beginner, a student who is intending to learn about Indian or Vedic Astrology. So here we will be briefly discussing the various components which go into making Indian Astrology such a good predictive tool. There are hundreds of why there are thousands of videos uh, on YouTube about various planetary combinations and uh, they go into great detail and sure you will need to uh, watch many of those as well as buy books and read about it but however this is a starting point this video gives you the absolute starting point as to what you need to know in order to uh, get started on the um, journey of studying Vedic Astrology. We won't be delving too deep into the history because there are several books and videos about it. Um, so yes, when you want to learn about astrology and particularly Indian Vedic Astrology, there is a data that you need to know about the person's life whom you want to predict about which is the date of birth of the person, the time of birth of the person, and the geographical location uh, of the person. Today there are modern softwares available, free tools available where you feed in this data and you will get a chart along with other data with which you can predict um, the future or the past. What you need to be careful is um, the, when you take this data from a person, you should ask clearly Uh, The most fundamental questions, whether it was during the day or the night, uh, because people often confuse uh, a.m. for p.m., particularly around midnight. Um, Non-English speaking countries, we are not very familiar with a.m. and p.m., so you need to ask whether it was before midnight or after midnight. And uh, secondly, you need to clearly ask about the geographical location of the, uh, the town or the nearest town and the country. Once you have this data you feed it into one of the online softwares which have got uh, Vedic roots, let's say Indian Astrology roots and there you would select uh, a chart type uh, Indian Astrology has got generally two different chart types. One is the North Indian type uh, which has got a um, triangular form within a square and the South Indian form which is uh, several squares within a square these two are very different charts and so i suggest that you stick to one while learning Uh, in this uh, audio and in the future audios i'll be talking about the south indian chart because that's where i'm from and uh, so you say generate a chart and you'll get a chart the chart is nothing but a snapshot of the exact patterns in the sky when the child was born so the question comes in as to when was the child born, does the child birth happen when its head first starts appearing from the mother's womb or when it is fully out. In Indian Vedic tradition we take it as the time when the child is fully out and touches a physical object independently, so that is when the umbilical cord is cut. Most often the nurses or the midwife would tend to mark the time by the clock or by the watch and usually it's not very accurate that's why when we ask for the time of a person they usually say 10.30 am or 10.45 am nobody really says 10.33 or 10.32 or they don't even get into the seconds This is not much of a problem in most cases because um, that is sufficiently accurate but however if a person is on a transition period when the signs are changing then yes it becomes an issue and then we we'll need to do something called a time correction which only a very experienced astrologer can do based on the major events on in the life of a person we'll get into it uh, into detail later but coming back we feed in the data and we get a chart now the chart is a snapshot of the sky when the child was born and uh, this is called the birth chart there are several divisions to a birth chart But primarily we look at what is called the Rasi chart. This chart shows uh, the planetary positions in 12 houses and it also shows numerologically which is the first, second and third and so on and up to 12 houses. So let's go back to the basics. Indian astrology talks about 9 celestial bodies which influence a person, of which 7 are real planets and two are imaginary or mathematical points in the sky and they're not physical objects. This is very unique to Indian astrology. Uh, Western astrology and even Egyptian and Babylonian astrology did not have this concept of two uh, nodes. Uh, In uh, India we call them Rahu and Ketu which are nothing but uh, two uh, celestial nodes which are the intersection points of the lunar plane with the solar plane, we will get into it in detail in another audio but sufficient to know that our ancients needed these two points to accurately calculate the eclipses. In fact when the Britishers came to India as a colonial power they were quite surprised to see that Indian priests were able to predict the solar and lunar eclipses pretty accurately when it was not being done around the world and uh, for this uh, the Indian Vedic scholars dependent on these two nodal points called the North Node and the South Dode among Western astrologers now. In India, we call it as the Rahu and Ketu. We will not go into the mythological reasons for calling this Rahu and Ketu. Suffice to know that uh, these are two celestial objects along with the seven major planets, the visually recognizable planets in the solar system. So totally we have nine celestial bodies. You know very well what are these planets, and here I call the moon the planet, though it is not a planet, but in the Indian Vedic tradition we used to call it a planet. So seven planets, seven visual planets, that is six planets in the moon, and these two nodes uh, make together the objects which are moving around in this chart. When you look at the clock in your house, the timepiece we see that there are three objects which are going around that is the the small hand and the big hand as well as the minute hand and the combination of these three determine and tell us what time of the day it is. Similarly these nine objects which are going around the chart uh, tell us something about the birth of the child there are slow moving planets like Saturn uh, which doesn't change much over a period of uh, months In fact, Saturn takes two and a half years to move from one house to another house. And we know that there are 12 houses in a chart. So a person who's born today will have almost the same planetary position for that particular planet tomorrow. So most children born throughout the year will have similar uh, planetary position for Saturn, which is a slow-moving planet, Jupiter, which is another uh, slow-moving planet and this uh, Rahu and Ketu, which are the two nodes. Um, There are fast-moving planets, as you know, the Sun, uh, which moves throughout the day, Uh, Moon, which uh, moves around the Earth, uh, according to the chart, moves around in 27 to 31 days and fast-moving other planets like Mercury and Venus which are closer to the Sun anyway a combination of fast and slow-moving planets together in the chart will give a snapshot of the child's birth chart so here we have the first component which is the birth chart which you have generated by feeding in the data of the child's uh, or the person's uh, time date and location Um, so the question arises can the Indian astronomy, Indian Astrology sorry, be accurate for a person born in Austro- uh, Australia? Sure enough, it doesn't matter where they are born, as long as you are able to feed the correct data, uh, whether a person is born in the Northern Hemisphere or Southern Hemisphere, whichever part of the world they are born in, whichever country, uh, it doesn't matter, the chart is quite accurate. So what is the next component which Indian Astrology uses for predicting? The next component he uses is actually today's transit that is today's position of planets in the sky so first they'll have the birth chart then they will have the chart of planetary positions today so why do you need that Uh, you need to see the combination you need to see the effect of today's position of let's say Saturn on the birth chart of the person so let's say a person was born uh, person has uh, Saturn in the first house And today the same Saturn is in his 8th house, it tells the astrologer something about the person's current life. So the birth chart of the child tells a panoramic view, gives a panoramic view of the entire life of a child, whereas today's planetary position in comparison to the birth chart tells you what is happening right now in the person's life. Okay, Uh, we'll again get into details in this. But let me bring in the third component. The third component is very unique to Indian astrology and that is called the Dasa system. Now for a Western Western student, they have to look at this as like a timetable. Let's say a student is going to school and the the class starts at uh, 8 a.m. in the morning and is going on till 3 p.m. in the evening. The class is divided into several periods and the first one hour may be English uh, the second one second one hour could be French the third one hour could be mathematics and then comes physical education, sports, arts, music and so on and so forth so these are all periods on that child's uh, day uh, today similarly uh, the Indian Vedic tradition has periods for a person's lifetime So. A person who is born today may be going through Venus period for let's say 10 years, and after that, may be undergoing another planetary period, and so on and so forth. So, the Indian most popular Indian uh, dasa system or the period system uh, is about 120 years long and it's called the Vimshotri system now there are various period systems being used all over india but we are going to take this 120 year period system Uh, let us call it a cycle now since people don't live for 120 years they will live for anywhere from let's say one year to uh, let's say 100 year not everyone is going to experience the entire 120 year period Uh, so we need to see as to which period the person is in For example, if the person is undergoing a Venus period, one could generally say that their interest in art and music and all the good things in life is slightly heightened. Uh, If they were undergoing a Saturn period, then life's restrictions are more on them. Uh, The growth would be limited, there would be constrictions. Uh, But then again, this is a very simplistic view of looking at it. It could be possible that Saturn is actually a beneficial pattern, uh, planet for that particular individual and if they were undergoing a Saturn period, then a lot of good may come out of it. Anyway, su- sufficient to know that there is a birth chart, and then there is today's chart, and then there is this Dasa or this period system. Together, these three give the astrologer great tools to predict what has happened in a person's life, What is happening today and what is the potential of the person and what will be the future tomorrow. So as a psychologist, as a counselor, as a friend the astrologer will quickly look at these three and then ask the the client uh, what is the major question in a person that person has brought forward and will answer that. So I hope you understand that in order to understand Indian Vedic Astrology You need to first be a good student of the chart, the birth chart. Uh, You need to know the current trend of the planetary position and you need to pinpoint uh, on which period uh, in this 120 year cycle that client is in. Um, Further complexity is brought in where in this 120 year cycle is not the same for all of us. Depending upon when the person is born, his cycle will be starting at a particular point in this 120-year cycle, which is to say that you may be born starting with the Venus cycle, whereas I could have been starting life with a Ketu cycle or a Jupiter cycle. So Jupiter is generally a planet of great education and knowledge. It's a very beneficial pattern. So a child who is born with Jupiter cycle would be a very good student at a young age but may not be so at later age. And uh, a child who is born with Venus cycle when he is very young would be very playful, childish, uh, would be interested in all the good things in life but may get serious later on. So it's important to notice as to which cycle a child is born in this uh, 120 year period and that gives a great tool to predict the person's uh, location uh, or, or, or in the present life. Um, I think that's sufficient for this first um, audio. I will get into details about each of these components later on. Um, thank you.